0: Welcome to The Author Life, a limited edition podcast series featuring Jeff Elkins, where we document Jeff's journey from a desperate author to a thriving small business owner. Welcome to episode zero of the limited edition podcast series of The Author Life, featuring my friend and brother, Jeff Elkins. I'm really excited to bring you this uh, podcast series. This was not something that was planned, (laughs) which I think makes it all that more special. And it's a, it's a special note to any of you doing client work out there to always record your sessions because you never know what can come of them. Anyways, what is this thing? What is this limited edition podcast? Well, uh, my, my friend, Jeff Elkins, who I've known for a number of years now, I think he, he found me through the writer's wall podcast with, uh, with Rachel, uh, in 2020, like many of us, uh, he was struggling, um, we were deep in the pandemic at that time. Uh, Jeff has a wife and five kids and he was facing some other challenges. Uh, He said that he, you know, realized he had no money save for his um, oldest child's college tuition and realized uh, he was staring down that barrel. And so what happened was the career author summit was canceled that year. The the in-person event was canceled because of COVID and i offered uh private coaching sessions to people who purchase ticket, tickets as a way to sort of uh you know make make that um easier i guess so to speak and jeff was one of the people who took me up on that and uh i ended up coaching him uh weekly for several months in 2020 in fact um it's not in this podcast but we were we were exchanging coaching he was helping me with dialogue uh, strangely enough and we'll talk about that and i was helping him develop an author services business and uh, and so we would split the time and what you're going to hear is the the half of the time each week that we talked about uh what would what would eventually become the dialogue doctor uh just fair warning: uh, the conversations are raw, unfiltered, uh, unpolished. They're they're 100% authentic. Now, uh, they are safe for work. I, from what I can remember, I, I think that I think there isn't any profanity in here. But uh, the quality is not necessarily what you might be used to uh, if you listen to some of my other podcasts. Just because, as I mentioned, you know we were not doing this for public consumption. We were doing it just to kind of have a replay. And so sometimes, you know, I'm using my my uh, crappy laptop microphone and other times uh, Jeff's kids were in the background playing video games, but it's, it, it's, it's good enough. Like you, you'll definitely get what you need from this. Uh, it's essentially uh, this episode, uh, which uh, uh, I'm going to bring Jeff on shortly. He's going to talk about where he was at that time. I think it's important to understand where he was so you can see uh, where he's gone since then. And, uh, and then there'll be 10 episodes uh uh, they're are anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, roughly, where I'm taking Jeff through different stages of launching his business, uh, starting with the business model canvas, uh, using some of Donald Miller's story brand materials and other things I've pulled together. Um, as someone who was the assistant director of entrepreneurial studies at a high-powered private school for a number of years, so I had I had a lot of resources I could bring to the table, uh, and and that's what these 10 episodes will cover. And uh, and, and we're gonna go, you know, we're gonna go straight straight through in chronological order, so you can kind of hear it unfold. I'll also have uh, uh, a final episode, uh, episode 12, as, as they're numbered, which is Jeff uh, talking about where he is now. So if you're just interested in just transformation, you could literally listen to this episode and skip ahead to 12, and you'll get the high-level takeaways. If you want to hear how it happened, uh, then by all means, go, go through the rest of the episodes. Also, at the end of every episode and in the show notes, there's going to be a link. Uh, I'm inviting you to join me for a talk on um, what you need to do if you can relate to Jeff's situation. So if you are struggling financially, if you're, if you're looking to generate additional revenue, uh, you'd like to make some money to take some pressure off of your fiction royalties, any and all of those, uh, I can help you with that. And I'm going to do a, a free private talk on that. Uh, on December thirteenth, so the, um, and there will be a replay. Uh, so if you just register, you'll get the replay, or you can show up live. But there's going to be a link in the show notes at the end of every episode. You can sign up for that. Uh, it is a limited edition podcast series, which is why I'm putting this very limited uh, uh, expiration date on on this talk. So if you're if you're listening in uh, in real time, then uh, that's great. You can you can sign up immediately and uh, and and join me there. That's it for the setup, I believe. Uh, so let me talk a little bit about what you're going to hear in this first conversation I have with Jeff. Uh, I've asked him to reflect back on where he was in spring of 2020 and what his situation was. And uh, what you're going to hear is is Jeff was looking for an outlet for his desperation. He, he was in... Uh, he realized his fiction royalties weren't going to get the job done in terms of his family's financial situation, especially uh, for his oldest son's uh, college tuition. And the COVID and personal items, uh, personal situations just created a perfect storm for Jeff, and, and he was struggling. You'll also hear how uh, his perception, you know, he, he was unable to see his own experience and skill set, and I think that's one of the things I was able to help him with. Uh, we're, we all have that blind spot. You know, we, we don't have a—we're uh, we're not self-aware enough to know what what skills we have to offer, and especially in this case, the author community. You'll hear the origin of the Dialogue Doctor brand, where that came from. Uh, you Jeff will explain the conversation he had with his wife when he told her he wanted to start a new business and they uh, had less than no money <laughs> because— uh, as Jeff, as Jeff talked about, he had to come up with $500 to get some of the basics uh, for his business started, and he didn't have it. So you're going to hear uh, how he did that. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, he did it legally, so there, there's uh, nothing illicit on the podcast. And you'll just hear uh, everything that he was dealing with as he was starting to build this business, and you'll realize what an incredible challenge he, he overcame in doing that. So that's it for the setup. I really hope you enjoy it. I would encourage you to listen to every episode, but like I said, if you if you just want to get the high level takeaways, uh, you can listen to the, the upcoming conversation that Jeff and I uh, are about to have here, and then you can go right to the last episode and listen to uh, where he is now, and and um, you will definitely hear that that transformation. That's it. Uh, so let's get on with this. Uh, here's my conversation uh, recently with Jeff, asking him about. What was happening in his life in 2020? All right, man, I want you to take me back to those uh, long-gone days of the early 2020. Uh, Give me a a sense. Uh, We need to go back to the previous decade, 2019,
1: 2020. Uh, (laughs) Let's go all the way back. Your
0: your face is in your hands. Uh, You guys can't see that. uh... (laughs)
1: I'm already panicking going back to 2020.
0: Set it up for us. Um,
1: Yeah, so I, uh, my father-in-law died in December of 2019. We had his funeral in January. He was very much, I lost my dad like 20 years ago. So he was very much my father. So we just lost my dad. Uh, And then the first, my wife got a new job. It was her first time working the first and she got it the day the lockdown started for COVID in 2020. So we were recovering from his death. She started a new job is like, I'm gonna get this new, like we're all kind of like rebuilding life, new life. And then the day lockdown starts, she gets incredibly sick and she is like death's door for 10 days, which I now know is COVID at the time. There, nobody was tested or anything. It was right. just like, there's a disease. But so I was like, and I was like calling the hospital. I was like, should I bring her in? And they are like, do not bring her in. <laughs> I'm here. So I'm like upstairs in our bedroom, like, you know, isolating her completely from like my five kids. Like, you know, so I think that was, that ended like, she started to recover and was by like the third, the 14th of March she was like back up and around. And I was like trying to figure out like what in the, and you and I, I know I'm going, I'm giving specific dates because you and I talked on, I think it was March 22nd. I looked it up before I came Wow. Okay. I would have been
0: impressed otherwise.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I looked it up. And so I went through my emails. I was like, when did Joe, when were um, Jay and I emailing back and forth about when this happened? And it was like March, around March 20th. And so like I got my my oldest, all my kids are homes are being schooled in the house in my small condo. I'm literally like thinking about my life. I'm working a full time job during the day with two children doing school behind me as because my wife got better and her job was like, well, you have to come in, even though it's pandemic, you have to come in and tell. So I'm here in the house with all five children doing school working a full-time job, trying to get my own team set up with tech. And so life is just like insane. And I'm looking at my oldest son. He was a junior in high. He was about to finish his junior year in high school. We had just done all of these college visits. And I'm like, because of decisions I made like early in my life, career decisions I made early in my life, I have zero college funds for him. I got no savings. I got nothing. And so I'm like, the only answer to get him to college is to increase my income. That was it, which is why I had started writing novels to begin with. But I had I was reflecting like I remember before talking to you, I was like looking at my Amazon page and I'm like, I've got nine books and none of them sell. I've got two series and like people love to take the free one, (laughs) but nobody reads through. I mean, the read through rate was like point you know, 1% read-throughs. It's like a crappy read-through rate. I didn't even finish either series because they just weren't worth it. It's like nobody's reading these. So I'm sitting there I'm like, this had been my plan to pay for his college. Um, you know, six, at that time, it was five years ago when i had started writing. I was like, my plan was like, I'm gonna publish books and that's gonna give me his college fund. And like, I'm now staring down the barrel of a gun and there's, there's nothing there. And so I'm like, I either need to stop writing altogether and go work at like 7-Eleven, <laughs> like just start taking night shifts at like 7-Eleven, or I need to figure out some other way to generate income around this thing. So it was a very like, right before we I, we talked and I started the Dialogue Doctor I was in a state of desperation mm-hmm. and it was like, this has to change. And the reason you and I talked was I, we, I was supposed to come to a conference. Um, it was going to be my first ever writing conference. I'd never been to a writing conference before. I had avoided almost all contact with writers altogether, which is a great business plan, by the way. How <laughs> <I laughs> to is- sell books. Don't talk to people that sell books. Um, there's a whole nother thing around that I was very well. And that actually plays into where I am now. So I'll say that I I was at the time I was very um, I was full of self-doubt and really thought I had nothing to offer the community, that nothing to offer readers. I was like, this is the only skill I had left. I had been I had been fired from a job. I was working a job that like had put me into writing And it was like writing is literally the only skill I have to like make money. I was like, this is, that's what I believed about myself at the time. That wasn't true, but that's what I believed was like, this is the only thing I have. And I'm not very good at it because nobody buys my books. So I had isolated myself completely and I was like, all right, I'm going to step out and I'm going to go to Jay's conference and actually meet some writers to see. But then, uh, you know, the dad died and wife got sick and like son's college is approaching and so then, then came the desperation. And so I was like, something's got to change. And the conference got canceled, which it, in honesty, in all honesty, was the greatest thing that happened to me <laughs> <laughs> it, Like, because you and I had a conversation, you offered conversations to people be- to make up for not being in person. And I jumped on it. I was like, that's what I want. Anyway. I just need like somebody to like guide me through this, this moment. And you were like, you know, what can you offer to the community? Like, let's let's try to turn what you're doing and like, let's think about what you can do instead of just continuing to crank out books that don't sell, let's pivot and think about like, what can you offer to the community that might generate some income, that might create a business, but that also can give you a little sense of secure, like personal identity, which is how I remember it. I don't actually remember if that's what the, you know, memory changes as you go yeah that's definitely what i remember walking away from was like okay i'm gonna do this thing it may generate some income at a minimum it or has like it gives it an outlet for my desperation like i can go yeah yeah Yeah. is that how you remember it do you remember talking to crazy desperate jeff
0: (laughs) yeah i mean uh well i mean you 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 you're very gregarious and and you're very um friendly so i i don't think it ever came off like that but there was definitely a sense of and I, and i think i vaguely remember you saying uh in our conversations before we before we started uh um recording them that you were uh, yeah the, the the you kind of felt uh, so that that fiction dream wasn't going to happen for you and and i think part of part of my perspective was that uh, you know, it happens for very, very few people <laughs> that'll that you know if um and even when it does happen, it's not necessarily what you think it is. I mean, that that's something I've learned subsequently uh, years later that you know y- um you, you talk to someone who's relatively new to writing uh, and they they're like, oh, the dream is just to sit in a cabin in the woods and write all day, and then you get the equivalent of that and you realize that it it's not what you think it is. And, and that it, it fundamentally changes the nature of your relationship to your art. And especially for someone like you, you know, with, uh, you know, college looming and, and, and five kids and pandemic lockdowns, uh, the amount of pressure that would have put on any type of fiction you had would have been crushing, even if you had had an existing audience, like you know, there, there were writers in the early pandemic who were struggling just to put the next book out. And these were people with audiences who were waiting for those books. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it was, it was sort of a, a perfect storm, unfortunately, for you. in that you seem to be in a moment where you realized uh, my interpretation was you realized that you can't keep doing what you're doing and expect to get different results.
1: Yeah, that's very much where I was. I was like this. Something has to break here like something has to break and I think the the hardest the one of the biggest changes for me in doing this I think I really felt like I had nothing to offer and so that was really hard was like there's I was like I I am at zero and I have zero like because and I you know we don't need to get into this but I had a massive you know unvoluntary career change um I, well it was "Vol." i was like i can't do this anymore and they're like we don't want you to do this anymore so i had like a big uh, like a massive career shift and so even the idea of like getting a, another job like i felt an, unable to get another day job i was like i can't i'm trapped in my current day job it's not going to pay me more money i'm not getting like there really were no other avenues i was like so when we talked i was like i I will really do anything. I was like, I I just need something. Like, I just need some way to channel this desperation that'll help me, like, give me, empower me to find some kind of answer to family crisis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you were, like most people are, you were so close to it, you couldn't even see what you had. You couldn't even... No, you couldn't I couldn't no even idea. recognize the assets that that you uh, that you own at that at that moment, yeah. right? And I think, yeah, I mean, we we don't have that. I, I listened to the old recordings, and I and I think this conversation either happened in email or uh, when we weren't recording. But there was a moment where I asked you what you did for your day job, uh, and and you sort of went into like your cocktail party uh, <laughs> explanation yeah. without even thinking about what you were saying. Uh, yeah,
1: it's just like, oh, I train people in difficult conversations. We, I'm a professional mimic. I listen to professionals and how they talk. You like, know. Yeah, I
0: write dialogue all day, every day. Yeah. I listen to it, and I was like, uh, Jeff.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and what I left out that, like, you know, I think I've I've come to terms with before was that, like, I'd actually been obsessing over dialogue and how people talk for decades. Yeah, like I had a whole season where, when my father died. I obsessed over reading court transcripts for years. Like, so like talking to you, is like, yeah, I do this. I, I, this was my one skill when I lost my career five years before we talked was dialogue. Those were the only thing I had. And so like that got me my day job. My day job was writing and editing dialogue, but I hadn't even thought about applying it to the other world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, and this, uh, you know this podcast series is good. we're going uh, we're we're going to sh- we're going to unveil like we're going to pull that the curtain back and like we're going to take the listener through your exploration of this and and uh and at, at the end of at the end of the series we'll we'll talk about sort of where you are now but the the one the one last area i want to talk about in this in this earlier episode is uh is something i think a lot of uh, folks uh they don't. They don't think about this, and yet it's a very real concern. Uh, at one point, early on, you must have have gone to your wife and said, "Listen, I need to spend this money, or I need to invest this time and/or money in this business venture, because I'm desperate, or I know I'm we're in trouble, or or, or whatever." Like you had to have that conversation with her, so. And you don't have to talk, tell us the details, but oh, no, I'm how, how did I'll you totally do... I'll totally talk about How that. did you do it? Well,
1: my wife is like, you know, I have I have I'm in a beautiful partnership with her. She's my like biggest supporter. So I was like, I think I'm I need to start this. I was like, you know, Jay. Well, so truth is, I was like, you know, Jay kind of said like maybe I might be able to do this thing that might work in the author community maybe i can set this up and she's like yeah do that that's great and i'm like well i don't know like i've never edited anybody before i don't know she's like no just do it what are you talking about like just go do it so she was easy i think the hard thing was is that i literally had zero savings so putting you know 15 dollars to a wordpress site was a stretch so i had to go to family and be like hey i need to borrow 500 bucks like (laughs) because I didn't have it. Like I had nothing. So I was like, I got to borrow $500. I got to get a podcast site up and running. I need a WordPress site. And I think, and I was like, and I think I'm going to need a headset. (laughs) Like, but it was like, like, I had priced it out. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but you know, I'm a, at the time, I was a 43 year old man, like having to go to my mom and be like, hey, I need to borrow 400 bucks. To get this thing started, yeah, I paid her back, by the way. But that was, (laughs) (laughs) but that was where I like that's like to just communicate the level of like zero, ground zero. I'm working on my I'm I have my work computer that my office has supplied for me, that like anything I save on actually belongs to my office. So I have to do I'm everything's in the cloud. I'm using as many free tools as possible. All of my books that I've written are 100% DIY, hustle, bartered, and traded. I'd never, at the time, I'd never paid an editor. I had paid a cover designer for all of them because, but that was like, I'm saving like literally $10 a paycheck for months to get to where I can like pay this cover designer that I found really early in her career. (laughs) So she gave me like a great deal. So I'm like paid her what no other cover designer would accept to do these covers for me. Like, you know, it was, it was literally like just scrap and hustle from ground zero. So like, you know, it, it was like, those conversations were so like having to, to ask for seed money, even though it was like, we're talking like literally, I don't even think it was four hundred dollars. I think it was like $350, but having to ask for seed money was like, just like it was a confession of like i'm i'm at zero like there's nothing yeah Yeah. so they were were really tough yeah yeah Yeah, i
0: can appreciate that man i uh you know my version of that was uh you know going to to register for the story grid certification program and uh and like you like i didn't i didn't go but i i took the credit card out to the max (laughs) i'm like yeah this is it, man. I'm like yeah. all in on this. I've got nowhere else to go. Like I, you know, my wife, I had the same, you know, the same response from my wife. She was like, do it. We'll figure it out. And, um, but like there, it, 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 yeah. your back's kind of against the wall. And and I think what's really powerful about, about your story is that, um, it, 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 it shows that there, there are always options, you know, there, there are always There are always options. There are always things that you can do, and uh, and man, what yeah, it just it's just really powerful to hear that story. I'm I'm really appreciative of you sharing that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I'm an open book. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk about whatever. Yeah, it was. um... Yeah, it's weird, man. I think back on that that year, and that was like that year was like that year was horror like it was a horrible year but it's you know and just to be clear because i know that you're gonna have people listen to the recording of when we're like working this out things i didn't talk about on the recording is that like my mother-in-law spiraled and we were like desperate all through building the dialogue doctor we were like trying to figure out what was going on with her health and what was happening wow. with her mental acuity. We're going to appointments all the time. We're doing a lot of stuff. Like, you know, my kids, they're like struggling through COVID. So it's like, you know, as I'm building this business, I'm like having these like late night conversations with my kids about like <laughs> what is what is future? Like so, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Sorry.
0: No, it's all right, man.
1: I know. Yeah, So it was a rough time And like, you know, even up to. Dialogue doctor has been going for two years at the time of this, a little over two years at the time of this recording, but, um, two and a half years, but, uh, you know, my mother-in-law just died this year. Like, so it was, it's been a, yeah, all that to say, like dialogue doctor has been incredible, which I know we'll go through and talk about later, but, um, you know, life didn't get any easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop. The challenges don't stop. The opposite No. Kind of yeah. I just, you know,
1: anyway. yeah. Anybody, anybody thinking about doing this kind of like launch, you know, hopefully you have more to build off of than I did. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, a hope and a prayer. Hopefully you had more to build off than I did, but you know, just know that like, it's not, starting feels like something great is happening, but it is just the beginning of a journey and there's, there's going to be a lot to fight through. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to fight through, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's just a lot. So anyway, all that to say, that's where I was in 2020. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, that's a good setup. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to, uh, cut here and, uh, and, and folks can listen to those original um, unpolished, unvarnished uh, recordings. Some of them are on like my crappy microphone. there's There's times where your kids are playing video games in the background. Uh, yeah. I mean we were we were recording those uh, for our own purposes with the with the thought that maybe someday we might use them for something. and uh, so so they're not great, but uh, I, I think they definitely convey sort of the the process and and what it what it took. And uh, and what it what it continue to take. So um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, and then we'll we'll come back at the very end, and uh, we're gonna do a sort of uh, where is Jeff now segment.
1: <laughs> so
0: hope you guys enjoy the rest of the season, and uh, we'll pick it up at the end. If you'd like to know more about starting an author business or improving the one you have, go to theauthorlife.com.